Online Podcast 452. Oh my god! I made an entrance before I'm supposed to. Oh, I fuck off! Hello there, ladies and gentle horse. Welcome back to online podcast. Sorry, 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 my sorry that my belch came out. I thought I had my microphone muted, but I did not, and I heard it in my ears. It's so gross. Oh gosh, I just ate, so I'm full. So and that's why I belched. You know, I try not to do this for a long while now, and I thought I was rather successful, but I just ruined it. <laughs> While the theme song's being played, I belched. Anyway, uh, yeah, guess what? I was supposed to be recording with a a few people uh, on online, and uh, they canceled on me, which is fine. I, no big deal, cause I'm at home anyway. Um, I didn't have to cancel anything or change any of my schedule uh, to record with them, so it's not a problem. Uh, so I, since I figured I was so lazy and I fell asleep this afternoon, I just tweeted out a picture of me and Chai both falling asleep. And uh, Bruce took a picture; it was adorable, so cute. That boy was like, "Oh, sleepy." Um. Anyway, so I figured since I'm downstairs in the studio, I might as well record something, uh, for y'all. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I am going to talk about. So, I want to continue and talk a little bit more about my trip. I talked a little bit last week, um, and uh, I want to continue and see what I can, you know, think of from my trip. It's probably good if I, if I uh, open up my photos because that's kind of how I remember my trips now. Is to go back to all the photos and kind of recap my trip, and uh, the photos will probably jog a little bit of my memory, and uh, get me back to those uh, to those moments. So I went to KL. I told you, and I met um, Scotty, the Aussie battler, and uh, I don't know if I told you this last week. I did, and I tweeted it uh, this uh, yesterday, I think, or this morning. The photo of us. It was quite nice to be able to meet him, and it was totally unplanned because he was on his way to the UK, and I just happened to be in KL. Now, if I'm not in downtown KL, he probably wouldn't have gotten. Uh, an opportunity to see me, and I wouldn't have the opportunity to meet him in person. Um, so yeah, it was lovely that he was there, uh, just at the right time. I was actually leaving KL, and I met him, and we get to to chat and and talk for about an hour before my bus arrived. Uh, so it was really nice. So I met Ozzy Betla, the uh, uh, Scotty, the Aussie, the little Ozzy Betla. And, uh, so anyway, I went to KL, this is Kuala Lumpur, and I met with my, uh, well, the main reason that I went to KL was to 
see my aunt. I have an aunt. I have my auntie. She, let me see. She, um, she's my, my uncle. So my brother's second brother, second oldest brother. Um, my uncle passed away about ten years ago, and he was rather, and we thought he was rather healthy, and um, and he died of a heart attack. And he, yeah, if I'm don't, if I remember correctly, I think he went out for a walk or something, and then and then just suddenly, um, like went unconscious or something. I I re can't remember, but it was a heart failure. And and he was rather close to us, you know. He would come visit my family quite often, uh, especially at his uh, later years when he's, you know, he likes to travel. He always come visit, and he's a very easygoing, very nice guy. And uh, and my my auntie, she is, she's a bit of a character. <laughs> uh, she's a very tough lady. In fact, uh, when I visited her. I'm screwing my uh, microphone. When I visited her in KL, she was still doing um, her getting her kidney. Uh, well, she has kidney problem, and so she's having uh, to go through dialysis every single week for three to three times, and she's in her. Why is she in her eighties? Late eighties, I think she's in her eighties, and um, so a tough lady or late seventies, I can't remember. Uh, she's a tough lady, and so, uh, but um, anyway, when we were young, we would go to her house and my uncle's house in Gualakangsar, and it is, you know, it's a very interesting house. You know, it's not a modern house. It's like a, a bit of a, um. A little third world, I should say. Uh, just you know, it's a very humble house. Uh, it's nice though. We love it. Like as kids, love that because it's different from our house. And there was this. I remember there's a front bedroom, and there's a second bedroom up front, and the, where the living room is, and that's the room that we always go sleep in. And then to the left side, behind the living room, there's another bedroom, and that, I think that's that's where my auntie would sleep. And and in the back, she would have a kitchen. That was my reminder. She would have a kitchen that still has wooden fire, and it's all kind of dark uh, concrete floor. It's very, it's you know, it's not like the most modern houses, and um. And by enjoy, I enjoyed it. It's cl it's clean. It's not dirty. It's very clean, and because she, you know, she's very clean. She's she, you know, she cooks um, delicious meals for us all the time, and she would go out um, rubber tapping. That's like kind of her little. To, she always say she would need, uh, not need, but she wants a little pocket money, and she would go tap rubber, and like I mean, getting. She would leave the house around like four thirty in the morning, and she would go to the rubber. What's it called? The rubber tree field, or <laughs> orchard? Not orchard. Like uh, well, the pl plantation. Yes, 
the rubber tree plantation, and he would go and tap rubber, and she would show us how it works. She would cut. She, there's like a little rubber tapping knife, where she would use the knife, and that has this little hook on the front, and then she would pull off the the residue rubber from the day before, and then she would cut, 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 cut like a tiny sliver at a diagonal on the tree trunk and then she would put this cup that hangs underneath and then the the rubber would go on uh, would drip onto it's like milk white rubber uh latex liquid would drip down and since it's at the diagonal it's going to drip along the diagonal and then it would collect on this little half of a pipe kind of thing and then the pipe it was kind of like a spout right and it goes sticks out and then drop into this little thing that would collect the latex and she would go you know tap rubber and then she would collect all those latex and she would come home and I love watching her do that she would put in like a gigantic loaf pan like I'm talking about like maybe like you know a foot and a half long and maybe six eight ten inches wide loaf pan and she would put the rubber, the latex, into the thing and, or, you know, in the bucket. And then she would make some sort of, like, acid or something. I can't remember. She would stir it, stir it, stir it. And then she would pour it into that, the mold. And then it would solidify. And so, and then she would spread out this plastic tarp on the ground. And she would pour the... She would flip the thing over with the the kind of almost like it's like soft chewing gum essentially. Pour that out, not pour, but tip over the mold, and then the solidified rubber latex would fall out, and it, it holds its shape. And then she would stand on top of it to flatten it out with her feet. And and we used to, she used to let us step on it too, you know, just like help her. So it's it's like a lot of nice memory for me at least. And I remember going to their house too. And I really like the house because it's very different. It's wooden and like the floor is wooden and cement and the house is, it's, it's, it's a humble house like I told you. And uh, now mind you, they're, they're kids and the, all my um, cousins are all very successful like they are my uncle's a taxi driver and he worked really hard he he drives taxi and i think long distance taxi if i don't if i'm not mistaken so he would drive and that's how he would you know, sometimes come to penang to visit us even though kuala kangsar is not in penang i can't remember what kuala kangsar kuala kangsar is in para can't remember anyway but it's long distance and so he would drive in kl all that so he's a hard worker and so is my aunt, you know, and uh, but all their kids are super successful and very rich. Uh, one of the the oldest son is in Australia, doing very well in the hotel line, and is doing really well. And uh, the second son I, is in uh, the UK and doing very well as well. And uh, I think he's in like. Um, what is it? Property like residential, not residential. Um, um, commercial property. So it's very successful. And the third 
uh, cousin also owns some manufacturing stuff in Kuala Lumpur. Also very successful, very rich. And uh, uh, and then the youngest uh, of the, the brothers, four of them, is in uh, Abu Dhabi. Also f- super successful as well. And, and then the daughter, my cousin's sister, uh, she works for a major international bank and has, you know, doing very well as well. Super rich. <laughs> All of them. And But here's the thing. Oh, I never thought about that until now that I'm sharing with you that uh, it all comes back. Like when we went, when I go back and visit, you know, it all comes back. We don't go get to go visit them in Kuala Kangsa. This is the old place. Um, I don't get to visit with them all the time because it's it's far. So we usually go on like a special occasion like Chinese New Year. We would go every now and then we would go like, you know, our school holidays would go visit them. And close to their house, there is a uh, a train track. You can actually hear the train. But we would go there every now and then. We'll walk there. We would uh, either walk there or we'd take the bicycle. And then we'll go listen to the train track. Like how you put your ears up to them. Not, I know I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> but, you know, I was a kid. And so we would go there and we'll listen to the train track and see if there's a train coming. And uh, uh, so it was, that was a lot of memory. You know, I would used to go there with my, uh, go to the train track with my cousin's sister uh who's uh the one who's hosting us this time when we when we went to KL and uh so anyway jump back to current days i went to visit so my main idea was to no no not coming back to the main uh not not jumping back to the current days yet but many years later they've moved to KL well close to KL the insurers and i when I went to school in in uh, PJ, which is also like the suburb of Kuala Lumpur, I would go visit them, and she would my aunt would cook um, soup for me to make. I love her soup. This is like really traditional, just some uh, ribs, pig, uh, pork ribs, and uh, sometimes vegetables. And she, oh my gosh, she plant her own vegetables. She, um, there's, a, there's like a, a playground slash like soccer field, just like an empty field. People would play soccer there and she sort of claim a section of it and she would plant her own vegetables. And I'm talking about like really nice, like cabbages and, and I don't know, no carrots. Well, like some, not carrots, but what is that? The white reddish or something? Or a turnip, something like that. She would plant that and asparagus, uh, tomatoes, I think. Uh, so she would then, uh, with her own the all the own her own vegetables, she would then, uh, cook this delicious meal. Oh, she ra- she also raised her own chicken as well for eggs as well as for meat. So her soup is like super delicious, and and how she would. Uh boil the soup is she would use this clay pot on a a charcoal stove like this mini charcoal stove because you know it's not like the old house the old house the whole stove actually is uh like cement block bricks and then you 
burn charcoals or sticks underneath, and then the that's how you get the heat up top. So yeah, it's kind of smoky. And uh, but then the new place in KL is not so. Uh, it's a little bit more modern, but she still boils the uh, or simmer the soup on this clay pot in this traditional old um, uh, tiny little stove. And I so I would some weekends I would go over there. I would bring my laundry and I would do my laundry there. Uh, so we're close, you know, like family. So I'll go there, and she would cook for me. I would hang out with her. I'll chat with her. I'll go help her in the in the uh, uh, in her little uh, plantation area. And oh, she used to have sugar cane. She would grow her own sugar cane. And if you never had fresh sugar cane, oh my gosh, it's so delicious. So what you ha- what you do is she would uh, cut it down for us, and I'll peel that with you know with a knife and I'll peel the outside of the really hard tough shell it looks like bamboo and then when you get into the core inside you have to sort of uh, break that apart into smaller biteable chunks uh, long sticks kind of like celery sticks on a, a crudite you know vegetable crudite and then but it's really really hard and fibrous so then you have to chew with your teeth like nyang, 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 chew until you get all the juices suck out all the juices very nice oh this memory coming back I take a bus uh, not a bus I think I take two or three buses. I have to take one bus, switch to another bus, and then take another mini bus to uh, this bus stop. And then I'll, I'll walk quite a while to their house. But I used to do that. And then I'll hang out with my cousin sister. Uh, I have another cousin brother who, who lives kind of sec- uh, like one street over. So I go hang out there and then kind of... Um, uh, socialize with the family and uh, so that went on that was back in what 1995 before I came over to the States and so I would see them quite a bit and then I think back in 1998 or no no maybe 199 no 2000 something 2000 I started working already 2000 something. I went back to visit her um, uh, and my uncle, of course, at the time. And uh, uh, before he passed away, I visited my... Oh, my gosh, yes. I visited my uncle. Oh, my gosh, that's just like coming back to me. I visited my uncle and and then like a year later or something, he passed away. And so... um, What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, the, uh, I'll finish the story. You know why I stopped. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, so I visited with them and uh, everything was still good. And then I, I came home. And last time I went, last couple of times when I went back to, to Malaysia, like I told you on, la- on the last podcast that I can't do everything. So I couldn't visit everybody. Uh, even if I try to, you know, it's very difficult to fit everybody in. So the last two times I visited, I don't think I visited her because she's in KL. And the last two times, I don't think I went to KL. And so I, yeah, I guess I went to Singapore the last time. Yeah. So I, what I did was I, I skipped two times my visit. I never visited her. And I always, it's kind of nagging on me too that I, 
I really want to go visit her. You know, there's something sweet about her. Um, she's she's just she's very cute. You'll see a picture of me and and her on the on the website. She's this tiny lady, and uh, so there's this nagging thing in my head that I I need to go visit her. So I made a special trip for this time to go visit all my relatives, especially the older ones that I haven't seen for a while, to go visit them. So I told my mom and I arranged with my cousins so that we have a place to stay. Like I said, they're very well-to-do. And so the house is really nice. And they have a driver. We arrived in... KL on this Aeroline bus and you see some of my pictures there on, on the website as well uh, there's an Aeroline bus that you take and you will uh, it arrives at this hotel called the Chorus Hotel C-O-R-U-S Chorus Hotel and okay so I have made the, <laughs> the mistake of mixing the Chorus Hotel with the bus called Aeroline. And when I <laughs> went to ask this person, uh, this bus attendant or whoever, about uh, the hotel, where is, does this bus, does this particular bus stop at the Chorus Hotel? And I, because I got mixed up with Aeroline, I asked her, is this bus, does this bus stop at uh, Chorus Line? <laughs> chorus Line, oh my gosh. I embarrassed myself, but she's like, uh, Chorus Hotel? I said, yes. I said, Chorus Line. I think I tweeted it, too. Um, so we went to KL. Uh, my cousin's wife came to pick us up. They treated us so well. It was so generous and so nice of them. And I get to visit with them, too. And um, and we went out. And, now, okay, and I saw my aunt. And my aunt was pretty... F a little frail. Like, um, she's not doing as well as the last time I saw her, obviously. Uh, she's she's not very clear anymore in her mind. You know, she she would she would not recognize some people, uh, except the people that she sees all the time. So I she looked at me and she's like, mm, I don't know who you are. And they they asked her, Do you remember me? Do you remember John? Do you remember John? I said and she said no. So I said, you know, give her a little time. So, uh, she, but she recognized my, uh, my mom and dad. And uh, so I went, and so I sat down, I was just chit-chat with her, you know. I said, you know, uh, I used to come here uh, to uh, see you and, to, and you always cook for me. And, um, and then, then she remembered. I said, you know, uh, I, and she said, oh, I cannot cook for you anymore, she told me. Um, she said she's old, she cannot cook for me anymore. And I said, do you remember I was... <laughs> uh, she calls, like, John is my name. And Chinese used to attach an A. And if you have a one-syllable name, like John, they would call me a John. A John. So she calls, because she cannot pronounce J, the J sound, J. She would call me, like, a Y sound, a yon. So I was saying, Ayon, Ayon. So he's like, oh, Ayon, I remember. <laughs> she said, oh, yeah, I remember. I said, do you remember Ayon? And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Ayon. I cannot cook for you. She said, 
So, so it's nice. But she, you know, she's not quite there. You know, she's probably like twenty, thirty percent there, aware of things and people around her. She's she's old. And uh, uh, but then a few days, well, because I was there for three days, and so we would chit chat every now and then. I would look at her and I would smile, or I was watching TV and I'd laugh, and she look at me, she look at me, and she'd say. Are you crazy? Why are you laughing? But why, uh, why are you smiling and laughing by yourself? <laughs> Which is kind of like right now. She's so right. Um, you know, she sees me speaking in front of the microphone and laughing. Like right now, she would totally say the same thing. And then, um, uh, and then the one cool thing also is that I get to visit with all my cousins. My, I get to visit with my. My cousin brother, who lives there, uh, and my cousin sister, who who is also who's the one hosting us. You know, we stay in in her her place. It's an awesome, nice place. And uh, oh, they have a driver, by the way. So we stopped with our bus arrived at the Chorus Hotel, not Chorus Line, at the Chorus Hotel, and uh, the driver came and picked us up and uh, drove us home. Now the driver is there to help with my aunt's. Um, dialysis treatment that she has to get because she has to go three times a week. So he would be there. His you know his main job is to make sure that my aunt gets uh, sent to the hospital for the treatment and then take her home and all that. And uh, and they have a lived-in uh, uh, person to take care and cook for my aunt there. So we lived there for we stayed there for three days, and uh, I get to hang out with my cousins, uh, my cousin's brother and my cousin's sister and my cousin's brother's wife and their children, who are now so grown. Um, my I don't know they're in their twenties. Like my nephew, Eric, oh, I'm trying to keep all the names. Um, so my nephew, I have like one nephew. Uh, a niece. So you would call these like the second cousins, right? My, we 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 still call them niece and nephews. It's my cousin's children. So there's him, uh, him, her, and then him. So three of them, the youngest and the, the there's still two boys. One the oldest and the youngest and the uh, middle child is the daughter. And they're all grown up now. They are working and. It's it's crazy, and and we're we all like just like the family. Everybody loves food, so we're all talking about food, and they all take they you know think of places to take me to go out and eat. So we did a lot of that, ate a lot, and uh, they you know obviously drive us after the driver goes home. The kids would drive us everywhere, and. I'm gonna belch again. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, so it's really awesome to be to be catching up with them. And now we're on uh, Facebook. You know, we we talk to each other. It's really nice. Here's the thing, the thing about relatives: is we live all so far away from each other, and I really want to keep that re- relationship going. Uh, we're not. Super close, but we are relatives, and I, we know of each other, and so it's nice to be able to keep in touch. That way, when we're together, we're awesomely close, but you know, we're we're not physically close, and it's, it's difficult to 
maintain that relationship, but I really wanted to, especially you know to visit my my cousins. I am the youngest of my uh, generation, so if you think of my my dad's generation, would be my dad, my dad's brothers and sisters, all their children, is my generation. So, in that generation, I'm the youngest of. Because my dad's one of the youngest boys, and my uh, so anyway, I'm the youngest. So, I I like to keep keep in touch with all my cousins and all my cousin brothers and sisters. And this time, I really get to hang out with them, and it's super awesome. And I like to try to keep that uh, an an ongoing thing. And we're actually now on WhatsApp. You know, I, I got to say hi to them. It's been a while. Um. So anyway, we. We then uh, left the place. I should wrap this up. Anyway, the reason why I'm telling you the stories is because about three, four weeks later, since uh, after I came back from Malaysia, I got news that my my aunt passed away. Now, uh, it's. It's you know mixed emotion you know I mean, she she was pretty frail I mean she like I said she's not all clear in her head you know and she she has been doing her dialysis treatment for thirteen years and uh, you know it's it's not that she's suffering or anything I don't well obviously doing dialysis is not easy so she's but she. Um, I don't know what happened. I didn't really get the detail, but I just know that she she passed away, and in a way, we, we are all sad, obviously, that she's gone. But at the same time, uh, I felt personally felt a little fortunate that I was able to visit with her before she passed away. Uh, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, if I've made another excuse or or uh, not excuse, well, make a decision. A different decision that I'm gonna not visit Kuala Lumpur and visit somewhere else. I would have definitely thought that oh my gosh, that was an excuse that you would regret the rest of of my life, you know. And I I'm really fortunate that that I really get to visit with her. I spend some time with her in the afternoon uh, for for a couple of days, and we chit chat and or mostly me talking, <laughs> and um, so it was it's. Sad, but it's nice that I I get to really visit with her one last time before she passed away. So uh, that was that was that story. Um, I also visited um, another uncle. I think I talk about that. Yeah, maybe I talk about that. My second uncle in Ipoh, and uh, they he he took us out for uh, a delicious meal. Like you know, we're a foodie family. I mean, we all. Every time we see each other, we go out for like delicious food. Uh, so I'm glad I I get to. Nobody died. The reason why I told you about my uncle is because I think it, I want to say a year or maybe barely a year after I visited uh, him, he passed away. So I was like, oh gosh, maybe I'm a. <laughs> it's not good that I visit old relatives, but uh, knock on wood. Uh, the other older relatives that I visited are all uh, doing great, 
and uh, I, and I'm glad I visited with them because one just had a, a heart um, surgery and she's recovering really well, and another uncle that I haven't seen for a while we get to visit, so it's awesome. Um, it's nice to get to do that little. Family thing revisit. I like to visit my cousins. I have several cousins in uh, all around the world that I like to sort of you know keep in touch. Um, and plus, I get to visit them in various different places. Like I have relatives in the UK, quite quite many of them, and I haven't had a chance to visit yet. So I might actually do that sometime. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the meals with my uncle. This is a uh, different uncle. He used to sell watches. And um, and um, I'm looking at this clock. So I'm looking at the photos, trying to see if you know it would come back. Uh, oh, so awesome! Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Miri trip. Mm, it's so nice looking at the photos. And then we took a a um, my sister, my my. Mom, my dad, and I, and my, oh, maybe I talk about this, my friend in a, in, um, uh, from my childhood, went to, I'm still looking at photos, <laughs> went to, um, mm, delicious, <laughs> looking at food, <laughs> went to, okay, okay stop. Distraction stuff. Went to Miri for a vacation, and I don't know if I talk about that. I forgot if I talk about this or not. Maybe I did. Yeah, I think I did. Anyway, so there. So I think that that wraps up <laughs> my trip. <laughs> Those are the like highlights I thought. Uh, so yeah, you, you know, this is, I you know kept thinking, gosh, I uh, I'm glad I visited. Her before she passed. Uh, oh, very quickly, I got a haircut in Malaysia. I didn't plan on to uh, getting. I didn't plan on getting a haircut, but I just wanted to wash my hair. My sister, you know, it's like a thing. You go to the hair salon, you wash your hair, and they give you this awesome hair mas head massage. It's really nice. So I went there to wash my hair and maybe get a little trim because you know it's getting long because I was there three weeks and my and then. You know, I kind of like her, so she actually started cutting my own. I said, you know, trim it, like cut it, cut it for me. So she cut it really nicely. And it's been, I would say, how many years since I have actually professional, have somebody professional cut my hair? Um, I think the last time that happened was in, I went back to visit. So maybe like 1998 or something like that. Yeah, something. Oh no, no. Uh, it's before I came here. Nineteen ninety-five was the last time I had my hair professionally cut. Um, yeah, since I've, I came to America, I've been cutting my own hair. So anyway, uh, and uh, we had, oh, so we celebrated the Mooncake Festival. Maybe talk about that already. Uh, so I'm gonna wrap up. So this is probably gonna wrap up my trip. Um. And uh, when I edit my look at my photos, oh, I'm trying to. Sorry, that was Belch. I muted it. I hit the cough button in time. I wanted to. Um, 
edit more videos. I have so much video and I haven't had time to edit it because, you know, my screen is really small, the 13-inch screen, and to be doing video editing is a little bit of a chore. I've been trying to look for a larger screen so that I can edit, but most monitors, cheap monitors are only 1920 by 1080 so I don't know if that's big enough or should I save up and buy something substantial like an actual bigger 2560 by 1200 or 1400 pixels uh, big monitor maybe that's what I'll do. I don't know anyway you don't need to know all, all about that anyway so um, I hope you will come back again maybe I'll record another show again next time <laughs> I don't know if I have time but anyway I will try to record a show every week if I if I have time or if I'm not too lazy and you can uh, check out my show at onlinepodcast.com obviously you can also go to uh, iTunes and look for online video online HD and uh, subscribe to that channel as well you'll see most of my uh, videos from my vacation coming up soon and you can call me 920iPhone1 or you can email me online at gmail.com but most of all follow me on Twitter at John Ong. Thank you, bitches. Don't forget to smile. Bye.